Hey hurdlers, Emily Abadi here chiming in with another installment of Five Minute Friday. I have a favor to ask you right off the bat, the first thing you hear in this episode, I want your feedback. In the show notes, I'm including a link. I am doing a lot of planning for Hurdle in 2021, and I want to know what you like, what's sticking, what's resonating, all of the good things, maybe some of the bad things. I just want to get on the same page because I want, if you're coming back to this feed week after week, to be giving you content that you care about and that resonates with you and that I am just doing something good. So please, show notes, Google form, hurdle feedback survey. I'm all here's. This week, I'm chatting about my hair. I know that's like a random thing to bring up on the podcast, but for a few days this week, I wore my natural hair and I was getting a ton of feedback on it. And it made me want to bring this conversation to the show. So here's the deal. When I was in high school, I used to wear my natural curly hair all the time. And I'm not talking about like the curling iron waves that you might see like I don't even know who to give an example of. I always feel like I want to say Kardashian curling iron waves, but maybe that's like Kardashian circa 2017, maybe not now. I don't know. A lot of people wave their hair with a curling iron. I am one of them. I love to do it that way. It makes me feel really pretty and attractive. I'm sitting here with my hand under my chin. Like if you could see me, it just makes me feel nice. Anyway, I used to wear my hair though my natural curls all the time, which are definitely tighter. It's like a bigger style. If you go on over to the newsletter, plug, link in the show notes, you'll see a photo of me with my curly hair in high school. I was doing a lot of weight cycling then. I was constantly in and out of Weight Watchers meetings. And at this time, when I was wearing my hair like this from high school to college, I was feeling really uncomfortable in my own body. I was also constantly wearing my hair like this when I was at my heaviest my freshman year of college. And so when I think about that time in my life, when I wasn't the happiest, when I didn't have a really good self-image, I envisioned myself with this hairstyle. So fast forward to now, it's like, God, 10 years or so, at least, I look completely different than I did in high school and at the beginning of college. I have had for a long time trouble disassociating this hairstyle with the Emily that was. Like when I look at myself in the mirror and my hair is naturally curly, I'm like seeing something that's not real. Like I know that I do not currently look like I did back then, but I look in the mirror and I feel like I see the rounder cheeks. I see some of that you know, negativity maybe that surrounded how I felt at that time. It's like I'm instantly transported back to so many of the scenarios that made me feel lesser than like my high school cafeteria and the people that would make fun of me or God knows what. It's been interesting this week because I don't know what got into me on I think it was Wednesday to just like rock it naturally, but I did. And maybe for the first time in a I don't know, like, I don't want to say ever, but maybe the first time in a long time I I did my hair like this, which it's, it's currently the same curls right now, and I felt really confident and really just home, like 
This is who I am. I'm not sitting here saying like, I'm just going to suddenly wear it like this exclusively all the time. But I am saying and, and I'm telling you the story because I want to articulate that just because someone changes, maybe losing weight made you a happier person, maybe gaining weight made you a happier person. That doesn't mean that there isn't going to be legacy work to do. I am still doing the work. I am still working on my inner dialogue and my overall body positivity and embracing who it is that I've become because I am proud of her. And I'm sure that maybe you have something that you struggle with that transports you back to a different point. And it's just so important for us to recognize who it is that we really are and to see what is actually happening in front of us if we want to continue to move forward. So my prompt for you this week, what is one story that you are telling yourself that is not true? What is one story that you are telling yourself that is not true and you need to let go of? Listener question of the week this week. I feel like I cannot stick with journaling no matter how many times I try. How do I do it? I have gone through so many different evolutions of journaling. Like I had a one line a day journal that I used for about a year. I've had like other various prompted journals, some that I still use sporadically. I've used simple line journals. Like I've done all of the things. And The two biggest tips that I can offer you, one, journal at a time that invigorates you instead of makes you feel dread. Like for me, I'll compare this to meditation. I do not love meditating first thing in the morning, but I do love meditating like in the middle of my workday when I need a breath of fresh air. The middle of the day meditation practice works for me. The morning meditation practice does not. So find a time for journaling that invigorates you and feels right. My next tip is then Find a journaling style that feels good for you. I mentioned a a variety of different ways that you can do it. For me right now, the lined journal and ending each day with something I'm grateful for just feels right. It might not feel that way forever, but for now, it feels good. So lean into a journaling practice that is convenient and invigorates you and also excites you in the style that you are journaling. If you have a listener question, I'm all ears. You can always send those over to me via email or DM at emily at hurdle.us or on Instagram at hurdle podcast or at Emily Abadi. And now finishing off with highlights of the week. Links to all this goodness can be found in the show notes. Read Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. So I've highlighted Emmanuel before. This man is such a good-hearted human. You have definitely by now watched his viral videos on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. And this week he released his first book. I obviously haven't read it yet. The reviews are calling it a perfect read for those who might be intimidated by weightier books like How to Be an Anti-Racist. So I'm amped for him. I loved that yesterday, I think he posted that they sold 18,000 copies in the first day. So definitely give that a look-see. Listen, Coffee's Over Cold Brew with Emma Abrahamson. I know that many of you follow along with Emma Abrahamson. How could you not? She is electric and such a good human. We met uh, a couple years ago, maybe just over a year ago, at Nike World Headquarters and have stayed in touch ever since. This week on the show, she is chatting with Kelly Roberts. Kelly is a friend of mine. She's also the founder of the Sports Bra Squad movement and the Badass Lady Gang. I think this combo is completely up the hurdlers alleys. So check that out. Watch. If you haven't done this yet, I would be surprised. The Queen's 
Gambit on Netflix. I think last week, maybe I put out a feeler on social media looking for a new show to watch. I watched all, I think, seven episodes of The Queen's Gambit within 48 hours. Can't wreck it enough. I think that Anya Taylor-Joy, the lead actress, is absolutely stunning. And the storyline is basically this girl that became an orphan because of an accident Uh, at the orphanage. She's playing chess in the basement with one of the maintenance guys. She becomes a chess wizard and it follows her story into that life. And just such a cool storyline. 10 out of 10. And lastly, I talked about journaling. So this is appropriate. Right. You have got to check out. I think this is the coolest gift idea. Baron Fig has a limited edition Letters to the Future journal. It is basically designed to write letters to yourself, and it comes with envelopes that you can seal to open at a later date. I know it's kind of wacky, but I think that's what makes it a really cool gift idea, because how cool would it be if you once a month wrote a letter to yourself that you would then open that month a year, two years, three years later? Now, I know some of you who are maybe organization freaks or uh, minimalists, (laughs) unlike me, maybe. Uh, may cringe at this idea, but I just, I think it's great. I do. I do. I think that's it for now. The last thing I do want to throw into the mix here, if you haven't seen yet, there are a ton of new hurdle sessions coming up in the next few weeks. I've got intro to freelance writing, take your running to the next level, an awesome end of year goal setting workshop, and the handling hurdle moments seminar. I did a Q&A about the handling hurdle moments seminar earlier this week. I am just so lit and fired up about all of these, and I would love to see you in one of them. The link, again, to sign up for any of this is in the show notes. And I'm also offering, because you're still listening to this, an exclusive coupon code for you to use. If you head on over to the link in the show notes to sign up, use the coupon code podcast to get $5 off any of the session. Again, the coupon code for the sessions is podcast only good for the first 25 redemptions on the site. Oh, that was fun. At Emily Body and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>